Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Uh, joining us right now is Abe Landau, who is uh, from Jamaica Plain. You know how rich sometimes you say, somebody will say, you know, let's have this guy pick my lottery numbers because he's really lucky? Yes. That wouldn't be Abe. Not Abe. No, that would, I would not, not ask him for that. That would not be Abe, who uh, goes to see his primary care physician in 2015 for a routine checkup. And they tell you, you've been diagnosed with testicular cancer. And oh, by the way, you've also been diagnosed with chronic myeloid leukemia, too? What the heck is going on here? How do you get diagnosed with two different cancers at the same time? Yeah, that's a real good question. Um, and I definitely confused all my doctors at first with it, too. Um, I won't forget, you know, the first, I went in for a routine physical and... Um, you know, I, I had been kind of putting it off for a while and I actually canceled my first uh, appointment back in January and then with it getting rescheduled for uh, June 26, 2015, um, they forgot to send the paperwork to go get uh, the blood testing before my checkup. So I went in, everything looked great. Um, then my doctor, uh, Dr. Tarnell, just asked, you know, let's do the blood work afterwards. Um, so I remember I was at uh, Blanchard's getting a bottle of wine to have with my partner, Jen. And um, I got a phone call Friday night, and Dr. Tarnell was like, you know, something looks a little off. Um, we're not really sure what's going on, so we'd like you to go down to Brigham Women's, get um, some more testing. And I walked in, you know, Friday night, ER, everything's triage, and uh, the guys in front of me are, you know, bleeding, having a tough night, and they're telling them, you know, five, six-hour wait, and I get next, and they go, Oh, your room's right over here. So I was like, oh, <laughs> things aren't good. Um, and so I went in, um, and I remember spending the night there. Uh, everyone was, you know, super friendly, but everyone was just trying to figure out what was going on because statistically you don't get diagnosed with two forms of cancer at one. Um, you know, one can lead to another spreading in your body, but uh, it very rarely happens independently. Um, so for, you know, 24 hours they were going back and forth, my um, – you know, my, my blood doctor and then my, um, the, uh, Dr. Sweeney, who was my doctor for testicular cancer, um, just trying to figure out, you know, chicken or the egg. Um, and then, you know, it came back and sure enough, uh, as far as, uh, bad luck goes, I was really lucky because within a week's time I was, uh, uh, you know, had a surgery, didn't have to go through any chemo for the, uh, testicular cancer. And luckily, um, I have, I'm on one of the first targeted uh, uh, chemo treatments with very uh, mild reactions. And, um, you know, my white blood cell came down and, you know, here I am. I'm still I'm still so taken back by this. So the when you were told, was it back to back? Like, hey, you have this and you have this or was it you have this? Here's how we can maybe go about treating it. And then, oh, by the way. I'm going to add on leukemia or I'm going to add on testicular cancer. Like how did that whole conversation go? Yeah. So, um, you know, what triggered it was my, my white blood cell count was, uh, over 500 times higher than it should be. Um, so, you know, they were, they were, um, and, and they did, a, an ultrasound, um, cause I had, uh, a tumor on my, my testicle and, um, 
you know, again, they're just trying to figure out what's what because um, the testicular could lead to higher white blood cell counts and all of that. Um, and, and, you know, for the first day or two, really, well, actually for longer until they got, I had to do a, a bone marrow um, uh, test to, to confirm the CML. And until that came back, they, you know, it was still trying to figure out what's what. Um, so it was just, you know, routine physical, everything was pretty good. And um, numbers just looked bad in my my blood tests, which, you know, I can't advocate high enough for people doing their blood testing and getting physicals re regularly because um, I was, you know, able to find this before it had spread. And, um, you know, you joked about having bad luck, but it could have been so, so much worse. Um, played the lottery a little after. It didn't go well, but. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> the, uh, the first WEINS and Jimmy Fund radio telethon was in 2001. This is the 18th version of this. 2001 is important because... Your cancer is under control in large part to a drug that was developed in 2001. I mean, that's the sort of advancements we're talking about here. Yeah, exactly. And it's, um, you know, this, this year has been really special for me. Um, it, you know, since being diagnosed, I've been trying to figure out uh, how to live with having a chronic form of cancer, um, but also wanting to feel like I'm giving back more and whatnot. So, uh, this year, between this, I just ran in the uh, or wrote in the PMC a few weeks ago, um, but it was uh, four years was kind of an important year because uh, prior to 2001, the the lifespan was three to five years with CML. So um, without imatinib um, and and the pill I take every day, there's a good chance I wouldn't be here. So now, when treating both at the same time, were there certain things that you couldn't do because of it would affect the other treatment or how did, how did that all take place? Yeah. Um, again, really, really lucky for, um, you know, CML has less than 9,000 people diagnosed annually with it, um, which is too big of a number, but as far as cancer goes, it's pretty small. Um, and the uh, matinib itself, um, doesn't have much side effects. So that wasn't so bad. And, um, luckily with my testicular cancer, it hadn't, uh, spread yet. So I, I literally, um, you know, got diagnosed or went in for my checkup on a Friday and had my surgery by Wednesday of the final week or the next week. Um, and didn't have to have any more treatment as far as that. Um, and was clean, um, just regular testing to make sure that we were doing all right. Um, so the biggest thing, uh, after the surgery was really just making sure that my white blood cell count was coming down with the, uh, imatinib for the CML, which it did. So testicular cancer is pretty uncommon yeah going, going back to your whole luck thing again right. sorry abe but it's pretty uncommon right yeah yeah um t uh testicular cancer is pretty common in young people um the cml is the one that that's really not and then the other curveball with it too uh, um the average person that gets cml is 64 when they have it and i was i was 31 right half after, of that. Yeah, yeah at the time um so again going back to you know people don't get two forms of cancer at once um, and then, you know, not being 64, um, it, it was pretty interesting. How did the doctors and nurses at Dana-Farber sort of help you along this whole way? Yeah, the, the people at Dana-Farber, you know, it's it, – uh, my partner, Jen, and I, we talk all the time about how it's the worst but the best place in the world, you know. Um, and at this point, I go back um, uh, every quarter for a blood test for my CML – and I just feel so lucky when I go there. Um, you know, they, they, the people there, they do everything possible. And there's so many volunteers um, that just go in there to try to make, you know, someone having, you know, potentially the worst day of their life as good as possible. And they do, you know, all the little things from, um, 
you know, they, they don't tell you, you false promises, but they, they're honest with you and their, their compassion and caring there is just um, like nothing I've ever experienced before. So, um, you know, it's it, it really lucky, you know, living in JP, that, you know, the first thing they do, they asked you, uh, you know, how long did it take to get there? And luckily I can joke and a lot of times <laughs> I ride my bike there. Right. Um, and, you know, we don't have to worry about being put up in hotels, but, you know, you're sitting next to someone that's come, I grew up in Maine. Um, mm-hmm. There's constantly people there from Maine and all over. You know, it's one of the, the top uh, cancer facilities in the world. And people come from all over the place to get the treatment there. So, you know, again, back to really lucky as far as bad luck goes, you know, to have it in my backyard. I'll take it all back. You are lucky. Yeah, you know what? Turns you know out what? maybe you should be picking my lottery <laughs> tickets because uh, I'm, I'm thrilled that things have gone as well for you as they have so far. I I love your attitude. I really do. And, and the way you approach this whole thing, you're, you're an inspiration. Thanks. Good to see you, Abe. Thanks. Thanks for having Thank me. Thank you. Abe Landau joining us here as we continue on. 877-738-1234 is the telephone number. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.